In a world full of mysteries, two friends attempt to unravel puzzling events in a number of series. Welcome to The Awkward Theory. Welcome back, guys, to The Awkward Theory. We're here with Odin. Yep, that's me. And Paulo. Hey, all right. So excited, so excited. So we're back today. Um, We're so happy with the way that our uh, first podcast turned out. Thank you guys so much for the support. It was amazing. Uh, I know we had a little trouble there with the audio, but I know that we worked out the kinks. Got to give all credit to Odin on that side. Yeah, I kind of messed up the beginning, but everything else worked out fine. And (laughs) iTunes might be late just because it takes so long to get approved on it. Yeah, iTunes always takes a little longer. Spotify was one of the first ones to go up from my uh, memory there. Um, Obviously, we were running it through Anchor. So if you guys follow us on Anchor, that's amazing. Uh, Make sure you guys also keep posted on our uh, Twitter just just to kind of get updates on uh, what's going on there, Angel, if you'd like to plug it in. Yeah, of course. It's the Awkward Theory or at Theory underscore Awkward. Perfect. Um, so today we have a couple of topics that we're going to talk about. Um, just to kind of give you guys a fair warning if you guys aren't about that stuff. We're going to go into some uh, pretty quirky stuff then slowly just ease into our main topic. Um, just like you guys know, we always like talking about some world news. Um, and there's been a lot of traveling going on right now with the, my family members and things like that. But one place that you just never want to go to, and I don't know what it is, but if you guys literally just go on any search bar and type in Florida man blank, type in anything Florida man blank, and you'll just come across some weird news. And, uh, Today is not anything different. Um, We have a couple cases here. Um, We have this Florida man, Angel. Okay. Who, uh... I mean, Florida Florida man always starts off nice, so let's see. (laughs) So, I'm just going to tell you what it's about. Florida man takes golf cart on wild ride through Walmart. (laughs) Okay, I'm not going to lie. Got a little story. I remember there was one time we went to Walmart and we took not just bikes, bro, but we took the bikes, the little carts that they had and just rode them all around Walmart. Like the little handicapped ones or like the, oh no. (laughs) This is when I was like 15. Okay. So don't judge me right now. I was young and dumb, but let's keep going. (laughs) I'm not even gonna lie. There was one time where I went to Target and shout out to Target. You know, if you'd like to sponsor this podcast, by all means, you know, we're we're here waiting. Um, But there was one time where I went to Target with my girlfriend, Erica. Erica, if you're listening, you know, this is not a lie. Um, We once went to Target and... For some reason, I had like a weird limp and it was like a genuine limp. Like I had squatted or I pulled something and I literally was struggling to walk and not nothing too exaggerated. Um, I think I could walk fine. It's just, you know, I had a little limp. So I take one of those little uh, backup things and I got stuck in like a little hallway that I had to back out of because like there was no entrance. I guess they were like remodeling the target or something. And I got stuck and I was just backing up. And you know how it makes that little like beep sound? Yeah. It was going on for a while because I went in. 
Did you Austin powered it? <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't Austin power it, but I was crashing the gun out and I was just backing it up. And then this like lady just like, like is watching me struggle. She like wants to laugh. And then Erica's so embarrassed. She just like leaves me there. I was getting ready to just get off the damn car and dip. But I was like, no, I gotta, gotta go put this back. But for like a good minute, I was just beeping my little butt out of there. If it was me, I would have left it too. okay so back to the florida story here um so there's this florida man this happened in uh gibson like florida something like that whatever authorities say that this 56 year old florida man he took his golf cart on the wild ride through the walmart store he was terrorizing shoppers and ignoring deputies who were asking him to stop um before the before like like before everything he was just going on the rampage and the reason why he stopped was because he crashed into a cash register dang dude what the crap you know golf carts aren't too quick but they can cause some harm i was gonna say how fast so i feel like they go pretty fast they go they go pretty they go pretty pretty quick um the sheriff the investigators say that they 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 were summoned to the spot somewhere near tampa um because they found michael dale blocking the liquor store entrance with his golf cart on purpose and he was demanding to speak to a manager (laughs) like like he was mad like he was mad that he was driving in a store with his golf cart leaves walmart ignoring deputies after all that and then they end up that same day getting a call from another like place in tampa so walmart situation happens later on that same day that same thursday end up getting a call that there's a man blocking a liquor store in with his golf cart and he's inside there asking to speak to the manager of that liquor store okay i'm not i'm not trying to like you know bash on any you know police agencies out there but why not tase the man why not stop him right there you could chase him down with your squad car there's no way in heck he could outrun a squad car in a golf cart right or am i wrong uh, so point is mr uh mr michael dell hudson he was blocking the liquor store um they say he suddenly drove towards the store's main entrance customers jumped out of the way as he barreled through the door he raced towards the checkout area hitting several customers he was jailed on multiple charges including aggravated battery um and that was that like he got arrested and that, that was that's the end of uh a michael dell hudson but my, my question is you know he's obviously arrested probably gonna spend some time in jail uh, i don't know how long but probably you know i'd say maybe a year something like that you know like there there's there's assault involved there's a couple of things involved um like when he's in jail, you know, like there's inmates. I wonder what his story is going to be. Like when people are like, what are you in for? Oh, uh, I drove my golf cart at Walmart and then I went to a liquor store and then bashed through the door and then hit some people and then they got arrested. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think that gives kudos. <laughs> I think that's like the least horrible story to come out of Florida, to tell you the honest uh, truth. Yeah. 
That, 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 yeah, I agree. You know, there, there's been bad ones. There's been bad ones out there. Oh, Florida. I mean, if we have Florida listeners or if we do get any, we love you guys. Just why are you uh, guys crazy? Yeah, you guys, you guys have some crazy people out there. You guys got some balls, but you guys got some crazy people out there. <laughs> I mean, what can we do? Uh, do you have anything else, Palito? Yeah. So I uh, also was reading up. Um, so there was a, a competition that happened. Um, there's this uh, competitive eater. His name is uh, Joey Chestnut. Um, he uh, apparently had a challenge this week that involved, you know, chicken wings. Um, uh, Chestnut is a major league eating, and he's also uh, he's been pretty high up in the ranks before. Um, before this competition that I'm about to talk to you guys about, just to kind of get a backstory on him, um, he's uh, one. Uh, like 12th place or something um for eating like 74 hot dogs in the eating competition once so he can eat 74 hot dogs that's a scary number you know like i i struggle with three dude i can only imagine how much you have to suck down dude like like 74 hot dogs dude i you mean you know me in real life you know i'm a little yeah, we eat. We eat, bro. We we we're, we're not scared of food. But I don't think we could do that. Seven? No, no way. But back to the original story. So Hooters had this challenge. You know, good old Hooters. And there's always these weird places out there. But out of all the places to hold the chicken wing challenge, Hooters was the one. He was at the mall. This was a mall in Georgia. He was there for twelve hours straight. 12 hours straight. Take a guess how many chicken wings he ate. What? Let's say, okay, so if it was 12 hours straight, it was, what, 300? 413 chicken wings. Dang, I was 113 off. He started at 11 a.m., and by the time it was 5.50, he was 2.50 in. Dude, did he have He continued for, yeah. No breaks. He was just going, going. I mean, obviously, like, to go pee and stuff, but, like, just going, going, going. Um, by 5.50, after 250 wings, they gave him a T-shirt. <laughs> oh, that's nice. He then continued um, to mess up some more wings, and he ended up getting to, uh, to uh, 413 Hooter chicken wings. And these are... the the bone in wings, you know, like these are the ones that you got to kind of work with the good kind, the good, kind. the good kind, not, not the boneless stuff. This is like 400 and th- like, imagine his jaw, dude. I'm pretty <laughs> sure this dude took the longest break in his life after that. Like, I don't understand 12 hours. It, it, like it doesn't give me too many details about like, like how long or anything like that, but 12 hours of straight eating. Like, like, man, dude, like if you eat for 12 hours, like usually I know like there's a thing where like if you drink too much water or stuff like that, you get poisoned, right? Like yeah. there's things like that. You don't get chicken wing poisoning? Like for reals, man. <laughs> 
I have no idea. They, they, they've said something about him having like really crazy mouth exercises that include weights. Like oh, okay. he literally uses like like he'll go to the gym and do some crazy jaw exercises. I do have at the gym. Does does this dude look like he weighs a bit, or is he the one of those skinny? crazy guys he's a little older but yeah he's one of those skinny like if i had a like just rate his appearance he looks a little bit like steve-o dude that's <laughs> like crazy. a tony hawk mixed with a steve-o like, <laughs> legit that's crazy man the metabolism on that person must be crazy then I, I i don't understand i mean he's not like he's husky you know but he's not he's not a big like he's no fluffy glacias dang dude i i I can never imagine doing that. I could barely eat, like, a large size from Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, man, I, I don't know. Dude. Well, props to that dude, man. And props yeah. to the golf cart guy, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're giving this guy props? Oh, no. It's all right. It's all right. Well, that's, I, I like your subject. I really do. Because we're about to get into kind of, like, more serious topic right now. Oh, no. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So... When this, if this episode drops for iTunes, it might be late, but we've all heard about obviously the shootings that have happened. And, mm-hmm. you know, we promise each other we won't make this podcast too political. Yeah, just definitely. We have very strong views on things, but we feel like everybody has, you know, uh, entitled to their opinion, right? Yeah. But the one thing that's been bothering me a lot has been like Walmart. I guess let's start with Walmart, right? Okay. Walmart just banned. Uh, well, they didn't ban, but they took off of the shelves um, violent video games, practically really? any type of shooters. And they're still selling it, but they just don't want to display it now. Ah, okay. That makes and sense. Also, I don't know if you heard, you've, you've seen ESPN hosting eSports, right? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Like Overwatch all the time. Okay. They, they actually pulled off two of those. Um, I'm not sure which games they are. It could have been Overwatch as one of them, but they pulled them off of, of their viewing, supposedly for what? respect for the victims, right? Why? Um, what? Okay. Me and Valo, I feel like, have a strong connection to this because me and him have been playing violent video games for... A very long time and i don't want to i don't want to even use the word violent just because you know like there is violence in the video game yes you play a game like gta you play a game like call of duty there's going to be some violence it's a war-based game there's shooting there's guns and gta there's even drugs um you know and i and i understand the reasoning to why they're going to pull these things away but games like overwatch games like fortnite games like apex legends where it's sci-fi halo those kinds of games um it's science fiction you know there's more violence in movies nowadays than there are in video games and it's just the truth of the matter um and also, like, there's been studies that have shown that video games have reduced violence in people, have helped definitely. cope. Yeah, it's definitely an outlet. I remember, you know, back when we, me and Angel first started gaming, I was, what, like, 14, maybe 13 when we first started playing video games together. I remember 
there was I had two video games. I literally only had two video games back from my Xbox, and that was Left 4 Dead, which is a really really gorific video game about zombies, blood everywhere, cussing everywhere, and Call of Duty. Those were the two video games I used to have and that I used to play back when I was really young. And I won't consider myself a violent person in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. And growing up, I remember getting home from school at like 3 p.m. And I'd literally play video games after I was done with homework. And to be honest, you know, no shame, but sometimes I wouldn't even do my homework. I'd just straight get on and just straight play video games, not get off until like midnight and then go to school and then repeat. Like, well, when I first met you, obviously I was older than you. I uh-huh. was already out of high school and stuff. Mm-hmm. You were still in school when I met you. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Tell me, did you have the urge to, you know, grab a gun and shoot people when you were Never. Young? Never. It's more about mental illness. More about helping people. And right now our healthcare kind of sucks. And people can't agree. afford that kind of treatment. Completely so, agree. Honestly, I saw something a kid did that in El Paso... Where the incident happened, right? Mm-hmm. He did this thing called the 22 Good Deeds to honor the 22 victims. I believe that's what it's called. I could be wrong. But okay. he is doing 22 Good Deeds in honor of those fallen victims. And he wants other people to do it. So, hey, if you have it in your heart, go and do that, you know? Yeah. And, like, help people Just 20, 20, actually, if you can set out to do 22 good deeds in a day, 22 good deeds in a week, 22 good deeds in a month, you will literally feel better. If you're doing something good, genuine, from the heart, you, you won't have the urge for negativity. If you're doing something positive, you know, maybe influencing somebody, helping somebody, um, to to change for the better if you're you know you're pulling off of the highway and you see somebody asking for money and you slip that person a dollar you're not gonna ever give that dollar you're not gonna ever lend that helping hand mad it's true it's gonna make you feel better it's gonna make you feel positive and that that positivity is gonna just radiate like it's just gonna radiate towards others if i'm a negative person if i'm a debbie downer if i'm constantly mad if i'm um constantly just like shining and radiating negative energy that's what people are going to pick up off of me and that is just going to continue to escalate and escalate and just have this snowball effect of negativity and then someday sometime somebody's going to just do something really really bad with all that negativity that's built up in them all it takes is some positivity whether it's you doing a good deed like like odin is saying or even just you know having good thoughts like just just thinking those good thoughts that positivity just kind of just just radiates it just comes out of you and if you just have one good thought a day one good thought a day maybe started on a good note maybe you're having a rough day and then you talk to yourself and just say hey you know maybe change this mindset you know you have that control everybody has that control so when people are saying mental illness video games are the cause of all this it's like everybody has the opportunity to be positive or do something positive or have a positive mindset. It's 
it's literally impossible to say that you don't have the opportunity because every single person has the opportunity to be positive or do something positive on the end of this note um i am gonna say this lightly to not offend people but i do believe in the first amendment and all that i do believe in people owning guns right yep but if walmart wants to ban video games they should ban weapons too yeah, they really feel that way because banning video games is probably the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yep, so I I completely agree. There there are places like in Texas, there are places like in Nevada, you could literally go in, buy a gun, and walk out that same day with a gun. No okay. training involved, nothing involved. I'm not, you know, I'm nobody to say no. I'm not no politic dude. I'm nobody to say any of that. But if People made it more difficult to obtain guns, not just having a billion dollars in my bank account and saying, hey, I'm going to go on the, 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 the dark web and order a gun because I have the money for it. Have it arrive at my house unregistered. It shouldn't be that easy. Exactly. Like the issue with the issues that are going on with these mass shootings, with these with these acts of terrorism, um, it it's the fact that it's too easy for negative people to get their hands on tools that they could easily use in a negative manner. If we make those tools, those weapons, those things a little bit, you know, more strict to obtain, those negative people aren't going to go out of their way to go through this process of training, go through this process of getting a gun registered and, you know, getting licensed for all this to just cause harm with it. Now, if somebody does do that, you can easily catch on. And, you know, these, these, these individuals, these authorities can just easily track these people. But right now it's just so easy to get away with stuff like this. On the final note, just please just be nice to each other. If you see something, yeah. just do it. And yeah, pretty sure it's a lot of people are going to get mad and we understand it happens, but I feel like this is something to be said, even though we're not a big platform. I feel it's something that, you know, we need to just let out Definitely. But for sure. This next subject, I know for a fact, everybody agrees on liberals, conservatives, everybody, bro, will agree mm-hmm. on this. Okay. Tell me, follow on this world news, this last subject of world news, have you ever heard of Jeffrey Epstein? It's it's been a big trend going on. It was popping up all over my YouTube the other day. It was popping up all over my Internet Explorer browser. So yeah, I mean, just tell me more about him. So he he was a he is a convicted child sex trafficking person. Mm-hmm. He's he was caught. Okay, so practically. To summer, not to summarize, but recently he was just found dead in his cell from apparent in his suicide. cell. Yes, apparent suicide. Okay. okay? Now I'm gonna go into some details because I was actually digging up a little bit about this. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Epstein was actually this was not his first conviction. In 2008, he was actually convicted for the same thing involving 40 underage girls. Okay. Um, okay. Epstein's um, 
charges were actually dropped after a plea deal, okay? That the plea deal was he would only he only served 13 months in the jail and allowed mm-hmm. to go to work for 6 days per week. What? Okay. So practically he was just it was like if he was still a free man. Yeah. <laughs> so this dude legit had it set. And the funny thing is, you know, the the judge at the time, Alexander Acosta, I don't know if that sounds familiar to you, okay? Okay. But he was the judge who let him off with this plea deal, okay? Who okay. actually turns out, well, not more, but is the former uh, labor secretary for Trump's cabinet, okay? Which is ah, so okay. he did actually step down, but Trump did defend him in a way. But a lot of people know he screwed up that one. Yeah, yeah. He really screwed that one. Um, kind of another notes that I found out, he was actually neighbors with Bill Cosby, which is even funnier. I okay. <laughs> this this guy was a neighbor to Bill Cosby. Because I know that he was a resident to New York, Palm Beach, uh, Florida, New Mexico, Paris. Like, he, he had... He... Uh, he had it going for himself, you know? Like, this guy's a, He's a pretty successful man. dude. Like, what? He was a university teacher for a while. You did banking. You did a lot like, of things. Yeah. Um, he was also... He is well-connected with the elites. You know who the elites are, right? Like, the top millionaires no. of the United States. Okay. Including Donald Trump and the Clintons. Um, I did have reports, though, saying that... Trump did cut ties with him, supposedly, and also as well as the Clintons never knew what was going on. And the one of the big conspiracies is that the Clintons made sure he died. But I'll get to that in a little bit, okay? Mm -hmm. This is where it gets interesting. Okay, so he was on suicide watch, okay? They found him unconscious in his cell. This is the first time it happened because this is... This is there's two occasions, okay? So okay. the first time, they found him uh, in his cells, unconscious with markings on his neck, okay? Um, they revived him, and he claims he couldn't remember what happened, okay? Okay. Now, he has a cellmate. Well, he had a cellmate at that time, the first time, and the cellmate uh-huh. said he did not know what happened. He had the, his headphones in the the rest of the time, the whole night. That. But obviously, you know, they're probably charging him for attempt at murder or something, right? They actually didn't. The the cellmate? Yeah. They they they're not they're not convicting him over anything. So practically, one of the uh, prosecutors, I believe, or one of the attorneys, said that um, he knows what happened, but he wasn't mm-hmm. a part of it. But they can go into details. Okay. The funny thing is about that first one is that it still hasn't been solved. What happened, okay? The first one, okay. Yeah. The second one was actually the suicide. Like, he was actually found dead, okay? This was a couple weeks later. He okay. was found apparently hanged, okay? Um, the weird thing is, is that he wasn't fully monitored that day. No one was really watching him. Okay. Um, People are saying that 
it was actually a plot to kill him because he knew a lot of people that were rich that that he could throw under the bus. And now apparently a lot of people are going to go walking free. They're not going to have any evidence or charges against them because this dude is now dead. What? Yep. And the autopsy is actually going to be, should be released tomorrow because right now when we're recording, it's Sunday. So hopefully we get more info in this next week. What? That's that's insane. That is absolutely insane. But yeah, that's maybe we can get into this deeper once it actually conspires into a bigger story because I'm pretty sure it is, you know? Some the only of, thing I, I don't understand from this is like okay, obviously this guy was a successful man. Yes. Growing up, uh, where was he born? In New York somewhere? I believe so. I'm not 100% sure. Okay. He was, I'm assuming he was born somewhere in New York. Um, don't know what his you know ethnicity is. Obviously, I'm sure he's just Caucasian. Mm-hmm. But there has to be some, you know, something going on there. Um, don't know what his religion was. Don't know what his parents were. Don't know, you know, where he got, like, his, his upbringing. But... He was what sixty five or sixty six or something sixty six. Yep. So uh, this dude's older than my parents. Like there's had to have been negativity. There's had to have been you know this wrongdoing on his part for a very very long time. Like to be sixty six, he's had to have been doing this for a while now. Oh yeah, and he, he got caught. Has. Like how long was he doing that sex trafficking thing for? Well, it's not confirmed for how long, but he was caught once in 2008 and then again later this year. I mean, well, I think earlier this year. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. But it's a crazy story, man. And I'm very interested in what happens more, you know, later on. Oh, that is crazy. That is insane. Okay. Well, this was a long world news. Sorry about that. But we just had to get it out of the way. <laughs> we'll try to keep it short next time. But I thought this was interesting. Yeah. Some things need to be said. But yeah. It's good Good topics, man. Good topics. Well, it's time for the main main event. Okay. Main event time. So on today's main event, you know, I guess we're only getting darker and darker here. Um, to some of you guys who don't like hearing, uh, you know, creepy stuff, I'd say, you know, uh, it was great, you know, talking to you guys. We'll just end the podcast here. But to those who uh, don't give a crap and actually uh, are fearless. Um, so this story that, that we're going to go about um, was written by a journalist by the name of Brian Bethel. Um, Brian Bethel was a pretty good journalist. Uh, he was a journalist in 19, late 19 or 1980s, uh, all throughout the 1980s, uh, early 1990s. Um, he always used to write about, you know, just general music, like every journalist who was trying to make it back then. You know, that's when I guess journalism was at its prime, you know, back when TVs, radio stations were everywhere. Like that was literally your source of information. There was no internet. So these journalists had a lot of work to do. They were going in, they were going places, driving to places, uh, going to weird places to go get these news sources. Point is, um, 
you know, Brian was one day parked in his car and it was super late at night, really tired. You know, I'm sure he was, you know, you know, working on cases, working on stories, getting leads um, when he was just happened to be alone in some parking lot when two kids approached his car. So two kids, two little kids, um, he, he states that they were either between the ages of 8 to 14. You know, at those ages, it's really hard to tell how young or old a kid is. They just look like kids to you. Yeah. Um, and he said that these kids approached his car, knocked on the window, and were like, hey, sir, can you please give me a ride? Don't have any money for buses. Don't have any money. Don't have any, like, any form of communication. I need to get home to my mom. They were very polite at first. These kids, you know, kept on insisting. They, they were not forcefully, they, they were not like forcing anything. They weren't opening his door. They weren't doing anything necessarily wrong or anything too aggressive. They were just, you know, being very polite at first. Sir, can you please uh, take me? Can you, sir, can you please open your door? Sir, can you please like let me in? Very polite, very polite. As Brian like looked at these kids, just confused because he's alone in this parking lot. It's pretty late. Um, he notices that their eyes are black, and that's why you know we're just they're called Beck, um, black-eyed kids. And it's not like your normal black eye where you know somebody has a very dark brown-colored eye. No, like the whole eye is black. Like it has a very demonic presence. He started getting very uncomfortable just because he like noticed he got this weird vibe off of the kids. As he noticed, he started denying, hey, I'm sorry. Like, you know, we don't got time. I can't. Sorry. I like I'd feel uncomfortable doing that. You know, like some grown man, some grown journalist is not going to want to just pick two random kids up and take them somewhere. Yeah, it just is. Yeah, it's kind of weird, you know, and it's not like you can just pull out a phone at that time and just start calling the police department about some lost kids. Yeah. Yeah. So he he was freaked out. You know, he got freaked out. He uh, started noticing that, you know, they, they, they didn't have irises. They didn't have that white part of the eye. It's just a black eyeball. Yeah. Point is, um, you know, these these kids started popping up more and more. And at the time, it's not like, you know, this journalist said a story and then everybody thought they saw them. No, like this started happening simultaneously. Like journalists were just kind of saying it over here, saying it over there. And then these journalists would meet and then start talking about what's been going on. So, I mean, Angel, you have any ideas of this? Well, to tell you the truth, well, I'm actually kind of an expert at this. Oh, oh, <laughs> okay. As far as anybody know, I'm very well educated in paranormal. I'm kidding. Okay. I'm actually, but paranormal is one of my best suits. It's one of the things I'm actually really interested in. And okay. Black Eyed Children is actually one of them. Um, the Black Eyed Children are actually, a lot of people believe they're either demons, angels, or otherworldly entities. Like maybe not even from the same existence, maybe from a different dimension. Okay. Um, oh, I just the, got the chills. Okay. The one thing is that they're always looking for something and they always ask you for something like opening uh -huh. the door, giving them something or letting them call someone like the deal is these kids always ask for something. They're always yep. between the ages of six and 16. They're mm -hmm. pale and black eyes, of course. 
Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time, they're either hitchhiking, panhandling, or even on the doorsteps of your residential home. Correct. Um, the biggest thing is, though, is that you never give them what they want. Yeah. Because I'm not going to lie to you, all the stories that I've read are only for people that have never given them anything. Ooh. So what happened to the people who actually give them what they want? That's that's kind of scary, huh? <laughs> yeah. What? Yes. <laughs> like, like every that that is true. So you, ne- I've never heard a story of, hey, I saw this black-eyed kid. Uh, I gave him what he wanted, and happily ever after. Yeah, and they also the other big thing is, of course, you never see an adult version of them. It's always kids. It's just kids. Just kids, just kids. Um, I do have some stories pulled up that I could read from people's experiences as well, if you want me to. Yeah, totally. Yeah, go for Um, it. The website that I'm on is called Thought uh, Catalog. Um, But these are mostly just anonymous people because, of course, who wants to put their name out on these kind of things, you know? Definitely. But this one is called, um, No, You Won't Be Calling Anybody. Oh, story time <clears throat> oh angel this is, this is can, I, can i can i turn on the lights really quick <laughs> no, no, stop it oh no okay okay the incident took place about 13 years ago i had just moved to the new city with my wife we were we were small uh sorry we were small town newlyweds from the midwest we moved across country to one of those big cities in the southwest so i could attend uh graduate school being naive okay. and new to the city living, I habitually answered the door without second thought, never again after this. Ooh, that's never a good idea. Let's not check your door. I always check mm-hmm. my door. You gotta always peek that door hole, man. Mm-hmm. The first thing that should have tipped me off um, to the particular situation was the fact that someone was knocking at, at 6 in the morning. That would annoy me. I'm not gonna lie. That would Six AM somebody's knocking at your door. Okay, at least it's not like a three AM thing. It's it you know, sun's already gonna come up, you know, okay, gotcha. <laughs> the second thing that should have uh dawned on me is the kid had to reach over a rather tall patio gate and unlatch and o- unlatch to open it. Uh, the knock at the door was startling. My wife and I were getting ready for work, a pretty normal routine. The moment I opened the door, I was overtaken with an unexplainable sense of fear. To this day, I can I can picture him. Teenager, average height, average build, knee length, black leather coat, short black hair, and sunglasses. That sounds like Neo. Not gonna that, lie. That's the Matrix, okay. <laughs> the, sunglasses at, uh, the sunglasses at 6 in the morning struck me as odd. Wait, weren't... Neo's eyes after the 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 pill that he took. No, no, I don't think. You sure? Man, I could be wrong. Someone comment this. Someone let us know. (laughs) (laughs) Someone follow us on Twitter. Yeah, (laughs) that's where you can tell us. Uh, Okay. Sorry. So, oh yeah, the sunglasses at six a.m. struck me as odd, and even more odd. He was wearing. He was eating an apple. He was very polite and asked if he could come in and warm up. I said no and closed the door and slid the security chain uh, into the place. Uh, a moment later, another knock. 
I opened I opened the now chain door and before I could speak he asked if he could come in to warm up. No, I replied, attempting to close the door uh before before uh oh I'm so sorry there's an outline on here. I don't know if it's supposed to be like that. Okay. Before the door could shut, he put his head out, stopping the door on the hinges. He looked directly into my eyes, still wearing his sunglasses, and said, Can I at least get some ketchup for my apple? He said, F that, I replied. Um, he was a little bit, I was a little bit confused, and I yelled out, Get the hell out of here. My wife is calling the police. He takes a moment to let his inf- um, information sink in, lowered his glasses to reveal his eyes as black as obsidian and said no you won't be calling anybody at the moment i forced the door closed locked it and called out to my wife she is scared shitless hiding in the bathroom all jacked up on adrenaline i ripped the cur- i ripped the curtains back to look out the window next to the door he's gone absolutely no trace of him i go out to the patio and check the gate it's still latched from the inside that was effed up I think to myself, and I turn to enter the house, I notice half-eaten apple laying on the ground. <gasps> That's creepy, huh? <laughs> Dude. That, that is creepy. That is so creepy. Oh, man. So, I have a, I have a question, since we're theorists. <laughs> okay, okay. What, what do you believe they are? I mean... I watched Vampire Diaries with my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Of course. And, uh, you know, the vampires ask for permission to come in. Vampires never do something forcefully. They always ask for permission first. These are little kids. Uh, you know, I'm sure they're not experienced in being a vampire. Maybe they're turned. Maybe they were born that way. You know, maybe they're hungry. I don't know. From my understanding, like, grown vampires are used to, you know, eating animals and, you know, doing all that other stuff. Like, kids or newly turned vampires struggle with that. Okay, okay. You know, they, they, they struggle, so they're desperate to get a taste of human or whatever so you're so that, more into the vampire realm then that's, I, that, that's an idea um another another really good idea another good suggestion would be you know something very demonic something that is unexplainable um you know because i'd want it to be vampires just because that's the easiest thing to say it's vampires that's that that's the most unlikely because it's so simple to just say okay it's vampires that's that Something that's okay. Sorry, sorry. You can go ahead. You can finish. Well, something that that's hard to explain, like something it being a little more demonic, something that's actually something uh, like horrific, something terrifying. That's really hard to explain. There's no explanation for that. No easy explanation for that. Um, So that's that's the route. I at least want to admit to it, maybe being, but. If it had to be that, then, oh, oh, lordy lord. See, look, I feel like they're not from our, our dimension. 
Okay. When you like dimension or world, or both. Okay. Because well, technically, yeah, both because they were technically different type of Earth. You know what I mean? Okay. I feel like kind of like chilling with the corn type of style thing. You know. Okay. This other world is filled with kids, but technically they're adults. Do you know what I mean? And yes, I do like the theory of like vampires because they have to ask for permission and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's saying it's also kind of weird because people have seen them like panhandling and stuff like that. They never, they they always just ask for something. Like I was reading a story where um, they were asking for, I believe. Oh yeah, this was crazy. Okay, so this there was another story. I don't know where it is right now, but basically it goes. Um, this kid was just in his car, um, mm-hmm. just chilling out while his mom was inside a store or okay. a barber shop, maybe. Um, and he looked over out to the window, and he thought he saw a kid he recognized. So he started to like knock on the window so he could turn around and see him. But when he turned around, he noticed that he actually didn't recognize this person at all. The kid okay. came over to him. And when he looked at the kid, he just had black eyes and he was like, oh, crap, you know, like, like, who the hell is this? this? Yeah. yeah. So the kid made sure to lock his doors and the kid kept asking to to open the door to let him in. He kept saying no. So apparently this black eyed kid goes inside the barbershop and asks for the keys from his mom. <laughs> and the mom said no. And he just left and disappeared. No trace again. No trace again. But it's like they're set out to look for someone special. Because why not get the mom, you know? Why not yeah. get someone else? But it's always like some random person. Like it's always specific. It's weird, huh? You think it could be like some like Grim Reaper thing where it's like I'm set out? Could be like, I don't know. I like to imagine a world of like mysteries so i like to always imagine like there's always like a rogue grim reaper out there you know yeah just like, trying to see who you can pull yeah, <laughs> just breaking the rules yeah <laughs> i mean like like what if it's also like a lost soul you know like these i mean it could be and they're trying to take your soul or oh. trying to switch you oh no 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 oh no but yeah <laughs> um you know, since we're talking about the paranormal, I feel like, okay, so if we do a podcast on paranormal, it's just going to be kind of like a, a continuous thing, you know? Okay. It's like, it's going to be like, I'm not going to name it something different or whatever. This is just going to be its actual own series. How about that? Like a series on paran- okay, paranormal activity, okay? We'll do this once in a while, not all, like consistently. Not, yeah, okay. But I do want to kind of talk about my own experiences that you know about that i know yeah. that creep you out you know yeah def- oh yeah definitely i mean th- there has been instances that me and angel have witnessed like like witnessed um there has been uh yeah there's a lot of uh fun paranormal activity stuff that we can talk about that we can go into detail that i'm sure people out there would enjoy well let me tell one right now oh okay all right so I know for a fact you know about my old place. <laughs> oh well, God, no! Place. Why are we doing this now? <laughs> okay. So I used to live in this townhome with 
four roommates and uh, at the time it was just one kid um i lived upstairs with another roommate uh, yep. shout out to billy mm-hmm. May man billy out there. there okay um so we would sleep um across the room so we had a room across from each other and the only thing that would connect our rooms was a vent and we could actually Oof, hear each okay. other. Okay. <laughs> I just got the chills. Okay. 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 So this started kind of like, it started off at like actually pretty much at the beginning when we moved in there, we would notice like we would hear something or, or like footsteps on our roof, which was weird because there's no one above us and there's no way you can access that roof at night. <laughs> that's, yep. that's the one thing. And then I suffer from sleep paralysis and it was getting so bad when I was working there. I mean, when I was, sorry, when I was living Living there, there. Mm -hmm. it was really bad that I, I sometimes couldn't even go to work the next day because I didn't sleep well, you know, like Mm -hmm. I was dying in my dream practically. Um, I remember there was one instance where my covers got like pulled off of me yeah and of course famously i could put it up on twitter if more people follow and actually want to see it or hear it i mean i recorded a voice yep and uh, there's a lot of speculation whether it's my snoring or you know or if it is some other a kid because it's a little kid voice it's like a little girl voice and if you hear my voice I don't sound like a little girl. <laughs> let, let me just let me just say this to anybody out there listening to this, just to kind of give a, a good breakdown of what it is that, that Odin's talking about. So at their old place, they used to have these weird sensations, you know, or like one corner of the room would get really, really, really cold, like just really cold, like, like you step in that corner and you're shivering, you go to the rest of the room and it's really warm. Um, both Odin and Billy's room were connected by one air vent. So, you know, if Angel let one rip, Billy could hear it because of that one vent that was connected. Point is, point is, it would swap between Odin's room and Billy's room. Um, whatever point is Odin was tired of this one night. He said, screw this. I'm going to record the whole night. I don't know what application he used on his, on his phone. Was it an iPhone at the time? Yeah. It's an Apple application. Yeah. Okay. So it's an Apple application on iPhone that lets you record your sleep. And during that, it'll show you like when you wake up because there'll be noise. So there's like a little, uh, called the little like graph that shows the audio file. And it'll show when it peaks up and when it goes back down. It's literally a 10-hour slumber that homeboy had. (laughs) And there's a point in the video where you hear, like, spine-chilling laughter almost. Or, like, what what was it that it it said? She almost, like, hums. And then you hear her say hello. Yes, twice. It's very creepy. Like a little soft, like, hello? And the deal is, it's not like, okay, we can eliminate the possibilities of the neighbors because 
There's no neighbors. No, like, there's no, like it's literally just Billy and Odin and then the other roommates. Well, not just that. The townhomes were actually soundproof. So we would throw parties up there. And I'm talking about parties where okay. you're loud. And when you would walk outside, you wouldn't hear the party. Like, that's how well the, like, the soundproof okay. walls were. And there's no way the neighbors would be that loud. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially for a soft little hello. Yes. Um, I know maybe one day we can get Billy on here and explain his side as well. Yeah. Because he's had experiences just like me. Yeah. But for a fact, I know a lot of people don't believe in this. And, you know, that's why we're conspiracy theorists, most of us, you know. Yeah. We try to believe in whatever we can. But I feel like I have a door to things if that makes sense like i'm never having you as a roommate (laughs) just saying that right now i allow entities in without knowing because this place that we live now has been super chill until recently (gasps) no yeah recently stuff has been happening now that me and billy have both noticed and it's you know starting to get a little not crazy but it's starting to get creepy now. Um, yeah. Do you want to tell you one of them? Yeah, I'll tell you one of them. Screw it. Okay, yeah. There was a night where um, I was so tired, man. I was really legit, like, dying. Uh-huh. And I lay down, and I had to work the next day. Mm-hmm. And I start hearing talking. And it's, like, legit talking. And it's like, what? Like, Who's who's talking at this time at night? And I look around. Like, did you wake up and yeah, like yeah. No, look around? Kind of. Yet. I wasn't even asleep yet. That's the deal. I was still laying down, just barely closing my eyes, and I heard heard that. Um, obviously, there's no one else in the house besides Billy and me, and Billy was already dead asleep. So I was like, "All right, I'm just gonna ignore this and try to sleep more." Yep. Next thing you know. I hear three knocks. Oh, no. And then I was like, was that knocking or was that my imagination? So I was like standing oh, still. Oh, no. I laying on my bed just still. I was like, all right. I closed my eyes again. Three knocking again. Okay. At this point, I'm like, yeah, something followed us again. <sighs> I'm just going to ignore it. So I, and the third time it did it again. <sighs> Three times, three knocks, six, six, six. <laughs> right, right? <laughs> Pretty creepy, right? Um, honestly, I tried to... I, I ignored it most of the time now, but Panda is my witness to one more. So, Panda is another friend of ours. Um, he was actually one of my ex-roommates in the un- other haunted place. Mm-hmm. He likes to deny everything because he doesn't like to give it attention. Which is uh, he, he doesn't, he, that, that's just his personality. I don't yeah, think he yeah. denies it because he's like yeah, negative no, Nancy yeah. about it. He's just yeah. like, no, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one day I was playing a video game with him. Mm-hmm. Billy wasn't home. Oh, okay. at, this is at the old spot. No, this is here. Oh no. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We're, I was playing a video game, and you hear someone whistling behind me. Whistling. Yeah, someone whistled right behind me. 
Like, was it like a loud like whistle yeah. or more of like? Oh yeah. god. Okay. Yeah. And Michael heard it too. Michael thought I was whistling. That's how loud it was. Okay. The door was closed behind me too, <laughs> so I had to like go up and investigate, but nothing was there. Oh no no no! Okay. Oh, yep. That's. I I have more stories, but let let's hear one of yours, and we'll probably end it. Oh man. Okay. Well, I I don't have too many. I I never experienced too much. Mm-hmm. But. There was there was one point where I was just consistently getting sleep paralysis. Um, I, I wouldn't say this is like paranormal or anything like that. I, I mean, there there's you know sleep paralysis is a case where you know you you wake up while your body is fully fully asleep, but you wake up so you have no control over your body technically. That's oh, like yeah. the the scientific like. Yeah not term because i don't know the scientific term it's like sleep apnea or something like that or sleep something a little bit different but yeah so some weird thing like that whatever point is your body is fully asleep but your mind and your eyes wake up that's sleep paralysis and i was consistently getting this where i just couldn't move my body point is I had my my headboard facing like the window. So it was the window, my headboard, and then my head sleeping right by the headboard, right? And I was just like, it kept on happening, kept on happening. Like I almost knew every single time because I was fast asleep. And then I'm like, oh no, here it comes. Eyes wake up, boom, sleep paralysis. Uh, and like you, you, you can feel it. Yeah. And then you shut your eyes again and you're like, come on, body, wake up. Come on. Like you got this. And then you like talk yourself out of it and then boom, you're good. You're free. Everything's golden. Yeah. But like, you know, when it's coming. And at first, the first few times, like you even try screaming and you can't, you try like getting help and you can't. The worst um, thing in the world. It's literally the scariest feeling ever. Point is all I did was to solve the issue was I turned my, my, my bed away from the window and I just, you know, did a quick Google search. Screw me. I, I was like, all right, let me just quick Google search on <laughs> what, what this could be. And people say that windows are a, like a, an entrance, like a doorway or something towards stuff like that. Some paranormal stuff like that. And never again will I ever have my, my bed frame towards the windows I, i'm not super big on you know paranormal stuff i'm not like uh, i'm one to try to get the evidence you know yeah i can't explain it but i tested it one time there was one night that i said i'm gonna just turn my bed towards the headboard let's try it out sure enough woke up sleep paralysis oh no no <laughs> Never again. Like, I have chills right now thinking of this because it's just the scariest thing to me. So, Odin, I have to admit, when I was sleeping in your living room, I was like, thank God I'm not sleeping on this couch that's right next to a window. <laughs> I was literally looking at that window like, you better not come in and get me. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, man. Well, guys, I hope you really like this part of, I mean, I, well, I really hope you like the whole podcast. We'll try yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. You know, stories out there. 
that I I I hate listening to and I don't look forward to to talking about these with you because we happen to be recording these podcasts at 1:57 a.m. Pretty late. You know. 2:57 a.m. your time. It's about to going to be 3 a.m. Yeah, I'm it's about to be it. that that the witches hour over there. Yeah, I'm about to get visited pretty soon. Oh, I'm not gonna lie, yeah. I did get some spine chills right now. So, <laughs> Angel, don't look behind you. Don't look behind you. Imagine I just stopped talking. <laughs> oh no, no. Okay, let's end this podcast on the. I hope you guys had a wonderful time. Hope uh, we didn't bore you. And if you guys made it to the very end, we appreciate you. You guys are real ones. Maybe you just forgot us and left the song, but hey. Heck it, you know? Who cares? We appreciate it. We really, really do. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Angel, anything you want to leave off? Plug in. If y'all, you know, do like our podcast, um, just letting you guys know, we are going to try maybe in the future find a different host for the podcast. But for now, now, just follow our anchor, our Spotify, and our iTunes is going to be a week late from yep. each episode so spotify is gonna get it first yeah. other apps first but really hope you guys enjoyed please follow our twitters and on itunes if you guys do like us give us a review on other platforms if they do do reviews do it as well yeah. well what we might start doing just to kind of get everything in the same sync is uh, also just start posting it early on itunes and then post it later on spotify and other platforms and then just kind of have that consistently going that way they get published around the same time um i know that a lot of our viewers and a lot of our viewership comes from spotify and anchor itself and we do appreciate the direct follow on anchor um we don't know how long we're going to be working with anchor anchor was just kind of like our first little stop shop for uh this podcast we noticed that it worked you know smoothly it worked well um i don't know how long term we're gonna stay with anchor but if you guys would like us to you know do what i just mentioned about posting on itunes and then you know waiting a little while you guys might get those podcasts a little bit later um so i mean it's all up in the air right now um but if you if you guys you know are genuine to wanting to listen to through itunes or podcasts on the iphone or uh uh, mac computers or apple devices just let us know that way we know how to you know prioritize our uh publishings well thank you guys for watching all right take care see you